It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards with the NFL kicking off with a Texans-Chiefs matchup on Thursday It is a football edition. We are talking all things week one with Joe Cardoso, founder and owner of Nuts and Bolts Sports Media. Joe Burrows in his NFL debut, the Detroit Lions lost to the Chicago Bears, the Washington win over the Eagles, and getting into the Baltimore Ravens. All those details and more right here on Locked on Wizards. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday and welcome to another edition of Locked On Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Well, this past weekend, we got into finally football season is here. NFL Week 1 kicked off and there was plenty of excitement around the league. So to join me to talk all things NFL today, it's an NFL special We've got Joe Cardoso, founder and owner of Nuts and Bolts Sports Media, and he has been he's been covering and watching all the action. So, Joe, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Renee. It's a pleasure. I'm happy to have you here, and I definitely want to know what are your initial thoughts as we've been seeing the games around the league. Football is back. <laughs> what was your initial thoughts watching football on the big screen again? just like old times, a little different, but just like old times. Yeah, definitely a little different with the no fans being involved. But I I think for the most part, the NFL did a good job of making sure the presentation wasn't as blatantly obvious. There was no fans. Uh, I'd say my my initial impression, obviously, with the social justice move that the NFL has been making to push uh, something I'm not used to having lift every voice and sing before an NFL football game Mm -hmm. (laughs) was a little bit different. And I would also say, too, there were some some teams that uh, showed me a little bit more, even though it's only been one week, than I expected, specifically talking about the Chicago Bears and Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, okay, okay. So let's get into some of that and some of the action that we've seen on the field so far. You know, in terms of surprises, what about Chicago specifically, starting with them, really caught you by surprise in how they played? Well, going into the season, everyone was just really, really big on the conversation of was it going to be Mitchell Trubisky or was it going to be uh, they were going to bring in Nick Foles, the starting quarterback. They went with Trubisky, and we know that the Bears picked him ahead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, something he's never going to live down. And to go on the road in Detroit and to lead a comeback to win the game in the fourth quarter, something that a lot of people thought he wasn't capable of doing, just really caught my attention. Even though the Lions had a chance in the end to win that game, uh, you had their rookie running back Swift literally drop the potential game-winning mm-hmm. touchdown. 
But still, uh, big feather in the cap of Mitchell Trubisky to be able to say front in the road, I won. Not only did I win a game, but I won it in the fourth quarter. And I might, uh, at least for one week, Bears fans will be off his back. <laughs> at least week one, they're okay. And yeah, honestly, they're very lucky they came over with that win. Watching Georgia alum DeAndre Swift drop that ball. He was in the end zone. It was almost like he was too busy moving before he secured the ball. That was just like a welcome back to football. Looks like you haven't played in a game in a little while type move. But, you know, <laughs> they, they really escaped that. I mean, Detroit had two chances, that one being, of course, the one that was most blatant. He beat three defenders and was in and then drops the ball. So that was tough. But as you mentioned, for Chicago fans, hey, at least you get a chance to say you walk away from week one with a win. And for Mitch Trubisky, one last, one less opportunity to have to really defend himself, which he often has to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jeez, jeez. Well, looking at Jacksonville, I mean, another team, as you mentioned, with the Jaguars, they defeated the Colts. And pretty good game, actually. You know, looking at what Jacksonville was able to bring up, going up against Jacoby Brissett, uh, excuse me, Philip Rivers, um, having Gardner Minshew. I mean, I've always wondered and, and am excited to see what he does on the field. What are your thoughts in that win for them? Yeah, I think for me going into the season, I thought Jacksonville was in full tank mode, uh, trying to get Trevor Lawrence on that scene. But like you said, Gardner Minshew uh, had a really good performance. And I think another thing that was takeaway for me was, yeah, I know it's only one week and it's hard not to overreact and jump to conclusions. But if I'm the Colts, I'm just saying, uh, Phillip Rivers, big free agent signing, a little bit long in the tooth. I thought Jacoby Brissett, given the proper amount of weapons in a full offseason, could have been a, a valuable starter for them. So I just have to wonder if we see more interceptions from Phillip Rivers, more consistency, how long of a leash is Frank Wright going to give him? And, and I think for Jacksonville, they just showed me that they're going to be competitive this season. They're not just going to roll over the, on teams. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then I think that's something that in watching the Colts and Jacoby Brissett, he is someone that, you know, he's he's not just a number two quarterback. He's not, a, he's not a, a backup. So if Phillip Rivers isn't able to get the job done, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a move, a more permanent move in the future. And that's always tough as a quarterback. I know I'm an Eagles fan. So, you know, I see that with Carson Wentz even today, and we'll get into the Eagles-Washington game a little later. But that is an option that the Colts absolutely have. And I wouldn't be surprised if we potentially see that later on in the season with, with some sort of a change. So are there any teams that coming out today um, – you know, I'm looking – oh, actually, I'm going to get into a couple that I saw. Kyler Murray with the, with the Cardinals coming out, getting them a win over San Fran. That was, that was nice uh, for Arizona to have that first win. Is he – it doesn't matter how big he is. He, he plays incredible. He is like you, – you cannot overanalyze and overlook, excuse me, what he brings to the field as, at the quarterback spot. Um, but then also, at, you know, just some other results around the league, looking at Cincinnati. I know that's – I mm. definitely was looking forward to seeing Joe Burrow in his NFL debut. Cincinnati did drop that game to Los Angeles 16-13. Did you have a chance to, to see him at all in his NFL premiere against the Chargers? Yeah, I did. Uh, the thing that really stood out to me in that game was that the NFL stage is not too big for Joe Burrow. Uh, he seemed like, yeah, he got sacked and he got pushed around a little bit because we know that that Cincinnati Bengals offensive line is a little suspect, but he showed me that he was definitely capable of playing in the NFL and playing at a high level. I mean, obviously being the number one draft pick, you would hope that he was capable of doing it, but sometimes you have to see it to believe it, especially coming off an offseason unlike any other. I mean, no preseason at all. You're just playing against your own guys in shorts and t-shirts to finally see him out there. I saw flashes of the Joe Burrow we saw 
uh, at LSU during that great phenomenal senior season he had at LSU. And I think if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, yeah, it sucked to lose the game, but you saw a lot of promise with not just Joe Burrow, but the offense as a whole. I mean, that was mm -hmm. the first time it felt like in forever I saw A.J. Green in the football field. And that's another guy who showed me flashed of his old self as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, plenty of, of guys that stepped on the field today and kind of gave you something to look forward to this season. Unfortunately for Eagles fans, not so much, but some dis a very discouraging loss. So we're going to get into Washington Eagles, Washington football teams. Come back as we get into that more here on Locked on Wizards. Fellas, I know talking about erectile dysfunction probably isn't easy. Usually you may just brush it off or blame yourselves saying things like you lost your mojo or making excuses like you had a long day at work or just avoiding it altogether. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple, too. Just go to roman.com slash LockedOnNBA and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NFL Week 1 has been exciting starting Thursday night with the action between the Chiefs and Texans as the Chiefs got that win. Around the league, we've been seeing teams take their first step back on the field, our first chance to see what they look like this season. And so joining me to get into all that action here on Locked on Wizards as we take an NFL spin on the show is Joe Cardoso, founder and owner of Nuts and Bolts Sports Media. Well, Joe, we have to get into the DMV, specifically looking at the Washington football team who comes out of this weekend 1-0, and down 17-0. The Eagles looked like they had them. And then the O-line, which has a number of injuries, including Lane Johnson not being out there on the field, it showed because they weren't able to score again. And Washington scored 27 unanswered points, wins the game, and it was just not good football for Philadelphia. But specifically looking at Washington, for head coach Ron Revere, he made an adjustment, very apparent. They made an adjustment, it worked. You know, how encouraging is it for this franchise, which has had so much chaos in the offseason, to come out of this 1-0 with a divisional win? Oh, I think it's huge. And I think for the Washington football team, it was probably great to just get on the field. Uh, I'm not discounting how important some of the off-the-field issues they have are, but I'm sure for a lot of those players and coaches and staff, it was great to just get back to ball. And, and myself being a fan of the team forever, uh, it, was a, it was a great win. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Eagles came out. I saw a couple of plays, and I was like, oh, man, don't tell me it's going to be the same old, same old Washington football we've been seeing for the last couple of years. But then you start to see some plays being made. Uh, we knew we were going to have to hang our hats on our defense this season and let the offense catch up. And even that was kind of like, man, both tight ends for the Eagles just eating us alive here early on in the game. Mm -hmm. And then the defense just flipped the switch. 
uh, you saw why Chase Young is so highly touted, why he was number two overall pick in the, in the draft, and not just him, but that front seven as a whole just opened up things for everybody. The linebackers started making plays, secondary started making plays, and Carson Wentz is a high-level quarterback, in, in my opinion, but like anybody else, when you get pressure and you can't rely on your pocket, you start to get a little bit of happy feet there, and he's one of those guys that will stay in to the last possible second, but he wasn't having enough time to make plays and throw the ball downfield. He started forcing things, and when he started forcing things, uh, Washington was able to create turnovers. So for me, great victory Monday is always a sweet. Makes the coffee taste that much better. <laughs> we'll have to see if they can if they can build off of that. And I think for Philadelphia, like you mentioned, uh, with all the injuries they had, you got to obviously shore up your offensive line, shore up some things around across the board, and come back next week a little stronger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, and seeing a player like Chase Young on the field, and even on the Eagles side, looking at Jalen Rager and, and his speed that he brings to the offense. You know, it's it's that's one of the fun parts about this is watching how these players who we've been following at the college level and even, of course, throughout the draft to see which team they're going to be on, how they're transitioning into the league and what they're looking like now as we get into games. But for the Eagles overall to see the complete switch from the first half to the second half, I mean, aside from just being held scoreless, but also just the fact that Carson Wentz had no time in the pocket to get his head up. There were plays where two and three Washington players were draped all over him. And it doesn't matter how fast your receivers are with having players like Deshaun Jackson and Rager and, and having tight ends like Dallas Goddard and, and Zach Ertz. It doesn't matter if you can't find them. But for Washington, definitely has to be a, a bright spot as you talk about the importance of their defense and seeing the way they defensively were just all over the Eagles. And that's something that, as you mentioned, has to be encouraging moving forward to see, okay, maybe our offense, Dwayne Haskins did well, you know, threw it for a touchdown. He did well with that. But, you know, overall, the defense is definitely the side that you have to walk away feeling very encouraged by because they were not giving Philadelphia any chances offensively and completely, and especially in the second half, were lights out. Yeah, for sure. And also, too, it's funny, but I have to admit, as a Washington fan for a really long time, it was strange to see us do the right thing. I mean, it's been such a it's been such mediocrity and poor football for the last couple of years to see them make the right play, uh, being aggressive, not being cautious, going for the win. It's just something that Washington fans are just not used to. And it really hits you between the eyes. that This is Ron Rivera's team. Uh, it's a brand new era of Washington football. And also, too, those players have to be playing a little bit harder, a little bit faster for Coach Ron Rivera. I mean, we all know that he's battling his uh, illness, his medical condition he has, to hear that he had an IV at halftime. I mean, if mm -hmm. that doesn't get your blood flowing to want to go out there and run through a wall for the guy, I don't know what will. Yeah, and look, guys, I'm sorry to admit, yes, I'm an Eagles fan. I, I should have probably said that first. <laughs> I'm from Jersey, born and raised in the area. I'm, I'm a, When it comes to football – Fly, Eagles, fly. But as you mentioned with Washington, you know, there are so many changes that are going on. And, and looking at what Ron Rivera brings as a head coach and just all that they've been doing to change the culture, you have to wonder, you know, with this season specifically, how much that really is going to be a motivating factor in games like today where you see so many people around you. As a player, you have to think so many people around you are busting their butt to give you these opportunities to help be a part of a successful team. And when you see your coach literally having to get an IV, I mean, we know Ron Rivera uh, did announce earlier this summer that he's, he's got, has cancer, he's still coaching, he's not letting it slow him down, and he's still out there fighting for you. That has to give you the confidence, like, you know what, if he's fighting for me, I'm going to do what I can to, to, to do my part on the field. Now, unfortunately, it was my Eagles that were on the other end of that. But for this Washington football team, it could be something special where they're, I mean, everyone is, not everyone, a lot of people have written them <laughs> off.
at, at this year being just a, a, you know, a year to build and a year for all these changes and a year to figure out a name. But no, they might be showing us that, you know what, this is the year they're going to surprise some people starting with week one against Philly. <laughs> Sadly. Ah, but that's got to be a bright spot moving forward. So let's get into the other DMV team looking at the Ravens. So coming up on Locked on Wizards, we're going across the DMV to talk about the Baltimore Ravens and their week one action. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all of the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors. Let me just run down some of my favorites. Cookies and cream, double chocolate, mint brownie, salted caramel, yes, caramel, not caramel, and peanut butter brownie. Delicious. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're healthy. So it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight, you can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and I definitely recommend Built Bar. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to BuiltBar.com and try the best-tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you, from me to you, you will not regret it. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The NFL is back. So on this Locked on Wizards special edition, we're getting into what we have seen so far in week one. I've got Joe Cardoso, founder and owner of Nuts and Bolts Sports Media on the show. We've had a chance to talk about some teams that have surprised you in the beginning of this, of this episode. We also unfortunately got into the Eagles loss, the Washington win. Happy for some fans, not so happy for some others in this conversation. <clears throat> But let's get into what's going on with the Ravens. Week one, they knocked off the Cleveland Browns and they dominated Cleveland. I mean, first of all, the Browns, it's just, it's just one thing after another. And I can't call them the Browns anymore, to be honest, after OBJ's uh, leak of information around his own personal side drama that he has going on with women that have come forward um, exposing him for some gross things he likes. That happened to be Brown. 
Um, but either way, the Browns are to start the week off with a, a six. You put up a six point effort. Baker Mayfield, OBJ, yikes. Are they, are they just, is this going to be another season for Cleveland to disappoint in your opinion? Uh, you know what, from what I saw today, it looks like it, unfortunately. I thought they were really going to turn it around. I mean, I hate to use cliches that sound corny, but it's the truth. I think for Baker Mayfield, this is a put up or shut up kind of year for him. And I, of course, we got to keep on saying it's only one week, but man, what a bad week it was, not just for Baker, but for that team as a whole, just not impressed at all. Not, not, not even a little bit from them. I mean, I could think of maybe two or three really positive plays I saw that I was like, oh, man, this offense is really moving. I mean, you get the, you get the uh, former offensive coordinator from the Minnesota Vikings to be your head coach. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's going to be this brand-new explosive offense with the ball flying all over the field. They just got punched in the mouth by Baltimore with no response at all. Just, if anything else, really impressed by what I saw from Baltimore. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about that. I mean, I think, as you mentioned, for the Cleveland side – but a team, and it is week one. And this is what I was saying to defend the Eagles because everybody that knows I'm an Eagles fan was openly attacking me on social media, whatever, because at the <laughs> end of the day, it is such a long season. I'm not focused on what happens in week one, especially if the errors, like for the Eagles, for instance, it's injuries. They're not knock on wood. Long-term seasonal injuries. They are just a couple weeks. They'll be back. So, you know, we'll, the Eagles will be fine. But if you're Cleveland, yikes. I mean, you have to start scratching your head a little bit because it's been – this is – this could not continue for another year for them, especially after the last two years. It's, it's really at this point a matter of them figuring it out or there's going to be some major changes. Looking at Baltimore, though, they are back. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, welcome back. Now, last year we saw them after an incredible year, after an MVP season, drop the ball come postseason time. So the Ravens are absolutely back to prove something and get farther this year as everyone had picked them you know, after the course of their strong regular season to be able to win it all. What about their return to the NFL so far and how they've been playing in week one? Oh, well, if you're the rest of the NFL, you should be very, very afraid of Lamar Jackson. I think a lot of people thought that he was going to rest in his laurels. He won the MVP. He's a young guy. He's not going to put in the work in the summer to improve. Well, you were very, very wrong. I mean, he was out there slinging it uh, yesterday throwing balls all over the field. I mean, it was one particular pass. He threw to Hollywood Brown on a rope. That, I mean, it made me want to get some cleats and lace them <laughs> up. And I'm good for at least one or two slants. So, I mean, Lamar Jackson really showed that he is much, much more than a running quarterback. He has definitely worked to improve his craft in the summer. So I think that was really good. And also seeing J.K. Dobbins uh, from the mm-hmm. Ohio State University, the rookie, as if Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson weren't enough. Now you add this bowling ball to the running game. I just think the rest of the AFC and the rest of NFL as a whole should be on high, high alert when it comes to Baltimore. And of course, people are going to throw in their face what we saw this last year and look what they did in the playoffs. If you don't think that's motivation for Baltimore and for that staff, you don't know anything about the NFL. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're a team that has the pieces and you underperformed and did not reach the goals you set out to get, and then you bring in a player like J.K. Dobbins who – actually rushed for two touchdowns in the game that's something that only adds to the talent you had last year you have to be hungry they're not complacent they're not done yet and they, they've said that over and over again you know of course you're excited about the season you had but when you have the chance to go for it all and and get knocked down in the playoffs you're going to come back the next year ready to go and ready to show that you know what that's not that's not where we're peaking you know that we're not done yet we've got more to do but for this game, I know, of course, we talked about their plan against a lackluster Browns team. That's, but you, but you know what? It could, it might not be just as much as what 
Cleveland is doing wrong. But in this case, looking at the game, it's a lot of what Baltimore is doing right. What's something you take away from this game that you think, looking at them Sunday compared to where they were last year, that you feel has improved that may allow this team to go even farther this year? Oh, I say with Lamar's ability to throw the ball and to throw the ball accurately. I, I think that creates a whole new thing because when you play against the Baltimore Ravens, you're going to focus so much on that run game. Now to know that he, he can drop back with confidence and throw the ball to the weapons he has on the outside who have also seemed to have been improved, uh, I think you have to be very afraid. And then also, too, with that run game, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, uh, now you're adding Dobbins to that. That's a three-headed monster. All those guys are really, really good at running the ball. I just think that the improvement is Lamar Jackson's passing ability and then adding a third member to that uh, running back room just makes this team even more hard and difficult to play against. And their defense will only improve. That's kind of how John Harbaugh's teams are. A lot of times since Ray Lewis is retired, their defenses will start out kind of slow. And as the season progresses, that defense will just get better and better. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's something when you look at at halftime and you see the the stats that that Lamar had, I mean, already was 13 for 16 through for 208 passing yards. You you're like, oh, you know what? This is he's, he's focused, you know, that playoff loss and that those final moments of last season are still motivating him. And you can see that. And we know he's got the run game. Lamar Jackson can can run whenever he wants. So as he's developing his passing side even more. That's trouble. That's absolutely trouble. And then as you mentioned, you have players like, you know, uh, Hollywood Brown around you and Andrews. It's, it's going to be a, another special year for the Ravens. And for any Baltimore fans, you've definitely got to be excited. I'm excited for Baltimore because I hope that they do. You know, first of all, I'm always rooting for a black quarterback. Shamelessly, I have no problem saying that. But also just to see them from last year, I was frustrated for them. And to see them have so much potential and drop the ball. Hopefully this is the year that they're able to, to get farther and, and win it all. You never know. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for joining us as we get into the NFL season. Week one, whew, fun stuff as football is back. And we'll have you back on the show again tomorrow for more as we get into the NBA playoffs. So, Joe, thank you again for joining us. Where can people follow you on social media to keep up with all you've got going on? Well, first, thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe Cardoza 301 and then you can follow Nuts and Bolts Sports on all social media platforms at Nuts and Bolts SP and that's uh, Bolts B-O-L-T-S. All right thank you Joe well we'll have you back on tomorrow for more NBA discussions here on Locked on Wizards. Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the show. Hit that subscribe button be sure to follow so you can keep up with our daily content. I'm your host Renee Washington and I'll see you on Tuesday. Washington out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.